In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Wednesday of the 14th week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 6th day of July, 2022. Let us together call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is It is time to seek the Lord. It is time to seek the Lord. The first reading today is taken from the prophet Hosea chapter 10 from verse 1 to verse 3, verse 7 to verse 8 and verse 12. And then the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 10 from verse 1 to verse 7. Dear children of God, it is time to seek God in earnest. It is time to seek God with all our heart. It is time to seek God in genuine love for him. And serve him for serving, for the sake of serving him. Today in the gospel reading, Jesus called 12 of his disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every infirmity. Yes, this very authority that was given to the 12 apostles at the very beginning of the Christian faith has, you know, been transmitted to us through apostolic succession and is still very much active in our time. Unfortunately, who rarely feels they feel the very manifestation of this authority in our time. Simply because many of us, like Esau, have sold our bet right. We have lost the authority to a large extent because we have compromised in our calling. We have deviated from the life of the apostles. We have deviated to a very large extent from the true Christian way of living. And these have given so much audacity, so much opportunity to demons, to evil spirits, to infirmities, to diseases that we should be casting out and healing the society of to begin to grow and afflict the people of our generation. This is why we are going through what we are going through today. If we are living the apostolic life, we will be united in love, as it happened in the early Christian community, that nobody had anything to himself, yet nobody was in lack. Everyone had what he or she needed. And with this common front, united in love, they were able to confront the evils and the ills of their time and stay victorious. Some may say, but Father, persecution was there in the early Christian community. Yes, it was, but they survived because of their oneness at heart and in spirit. 
When any is arrested, is afflicted, the entire Christian community prayed for him. And beyond praying for him, they made concrete contributions for the welfare of the churches that are less privileged and less opportuned. Do we have that in our time? Rather, we are engrossed in our selfishness and in our greed, driven by passions that are not godly. And this is what has given so much power and audacity to the camp of the enemy. And they have taken a lot, you know, a whole charge of a lot of the sections and spheres of the human society. And so, Hosiah tells us in the very first reading today, we have Israel, we is a luxuriant vine that eats its fruit. The more its fruits increased, the more altars it built. This is what has happened to us. Altars to different idols. The idols of greed. The idols of selfishness. The idols of immorality. Today Jesus sends his apostles out. And he told them, don't go to any Gentile nation. Preach first of all to the people of Israel. That they may be returned to God. Preach first of all to your own very self, to your own kind, to your own family, in your own denomination. Among Christians, let us not be so eager about getting people to bear Christian names without bringing about transformation in the content of their way of life. Let us not just become so engrossed in the quest to have crowds in our churches with, and then having miracles worked out for them without caring about the content, the quality of their lifestyle. Are we truly God's people? Are we living godly life? The Christian world. If we do, Enemies of the Christian faith will not be influential and succeeding as they are today. Are we concerned about the fate of Christians in tribulations, in afflictions, under persecutions? Go to small, small communities around Nigeria and you see mighty mosques. You will know obviously that the funds for building that mosque never came from the few Muslims in that community. Because they have support system for their own members. What is the support system we have for ourselves? Do you know your children as a Christian parent? Are they truly the children of God by the way they live their lives? Do you care to know what your church members are involved in as their way of life? The sources of their earnings. Do you care to teach them about morals? Are we on the path of righteousness and of peace? Beloved children of God, the affliction of the righteous will continue to rise. Until the supposed righteous become truly righteous, and not just being righteous, but become one with 
others who are equally on the way to attaining righteousness and perfection. We must come together. We must live according to the will of God. We must live in love. We must live in solidarity. We must work to promote the ideas of the kingdom of God. And the gate of hell will not be able to prevail against the church of Christ. Let us rise. Let us begin to look more inwardly. Let us walk towards the transformation of our very selves and of our very own to becoming more like God. And with that, we will have the stamina to confront and to withstand, to contain the threats that we are commonly faced with today from the kingdom of the enemies of the Christian faith. As a matter of fact, with this kind of lifestyle, once we are united in love, in solidarity, in oneness in Christ, irrespective of ethnicity, irrespective of culture, irrespective of denomination, irrespective of class, irrespective of qualification, we will now, by that fact, begin to bear witness by the way we live our life to all the world. And those who do not know God will be made to know God, accept Him, and serve him in truth and in spirit and by that also the powers of the enemies of the kingdom of god will be decimated will be weakened and the children of god will live again in tranquility and in peace the harvest indeed is rich and the laborers are few as we pray for the Lord of the harvest to increase the laborers in this harvest, let us make ourselves available, veritable laborers that will contribute positively to this harvest of the kingdom of God. And the world will change for good. I pray for you today as I pray for myself. In these turbulent times, in these very trying times, in our Christian faith and in our society, that God himself will continue to secure his own people as we make ourselves more like unto him through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.